What if you could build a business in the modern world as big or as small as you want without having to compromise the things that were the most important to you in the very beginning? This is the Wealthy Consultant Talks podcast with Taylor Welch and Mike Walker, as they share with you today their learning lessons from stories in their experiences over the past 10 to 15 years and share with you right here, right now. Let's get into it. All right. What is up, my friends? Welcome. Welcome to another Wealthy Consultant uh, talks. I'm really, really glad to um, have a special guest with us today, uh, Mr. Brad Gibbs. How are you, sir? Awesome, Mike. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. No, I'm stoked. I, I've been looking forward to this conversation and uh, I know a little bit about you, but I'm going to take the uh, opportunity uh, today to learn a lot more about you and uh, and and go from there. So um, give us a little bit of background, man. Like, Tell us who you are. Give us the Reader's Digest version, just so that we have some context as we dive into your story, into your knowledge. I want to get into your head a little bit here and share some, some wealth, wealthy knowledge with our audience. But uh, before we do, give us some context. What's your background? Yeah. Yeah. So 41 years ago, my mom and dad... No, I'm just kidding. That's a little too far <laughs> back. Right? Go won't go that far back. Um, yeah. So I've been in kind of following Taylor inside of this program and, and everything for the last, gosh, like right when you launched it, somebody told me, Hey, you should put your eyes on this. Cause it's, it's something new. It's something different. Um, and you know, before I get to, to me, I'll just say like the, the thing I look for that that's super important to me is I'm getting anyone that coaches me has to be through the lens of a, a, a comprehensive approach to business life you know, family, fitness, whatever, how, like all of the elements have to interact and move together. And that was like, when, when that started to be the message of putting this together, I was like, okay, that, that's definitely something that, that I want to look at. Cause that, that's from the beginning has always been important from that. The businesses that I've worked to build have been for me that there is no, there is no line. It's all, it's all one life. So that, that was interesting, but, um, my background, we're in the wealth space. Uh, it's hard to even kind of say that because the wealth space is pretty broad and, 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 uh, lots of, lots of options there, but we are, we consider ourselves in the wealth strategy space. Um, the, the niche we're trying to fill or change in the marketplace is there's plenty of people that will take your money and go do what they think is best with it. There's plenty of people that will give you opportunities to invest or place your money, but few will truly consult and, and work to build um, a strategy, a, a comprehensive strategy that you can end up understanding and working and implementing. Because at the end of the day, it's your money, it's your wealth. And if you don't understand the ins and outs of what's going on, then uh, you're going to be at a disadvantage. So we start in the wealth education and strategy space. That's our that's kind of our, our core uh, functionality. And then from that, obviously, we, uh, we work to help implement and bring a team together. The, the way to probably best think about it is uh, we're like a uh, a, a mini family office for startup founding entrepreneurs. So we're not working with people that already have hundreds of millions of dollars of wealth, right? They've already got their teams. They've already got that in place. They already have it figured out. But those that are growing wealth through a business, beginning to expand, that's where we come in and we teach the, the fundamentals and the principles of how to organize uh, and create what, what we call untouchable wealth. So it's it's not about market timing. It's not about or, you know, early mover advantage. It's, it's not about all that stuff. It's about where, how do I protect the wealth that I'm creating and how do I ensure that it lasts a hundred or more years? We kind of call our thing the hundred year plan that we help business owners put together 
about what what they're going to be doing with their wealth. So that's kind of uh, that's the space we're in. That's that's uh, what our businesses all align to help people accomplish. We do that through some insurance products. We do that through some real estate. We also do it through tax and entity planning. Just like I said, it's very comprehensive when it comes to ensuring you've got all the moving parts, all the boxes checked, and the education backing that to be able to grow your financial IQ alongside your business IQ. Love it. Love it. You know, and something that kind of was resonating in my mind as you were, as you were sharing that was, and a mentor told me years ago, uh, you know, it's not so much about what you make, it's about what you keep. And, you know, the, where you see so many people lose it in business is they start seeing the money come in and their expenses and their all the other things go right up with it. So they actually never realize the differential between the increase and, you know, their burn rate. And so their, their burn rate just goes right up with it. And they've got the Lambos, they've got the houses, and yet they're just still on a teeter-totter. If one thing stops in their business, if something changes economically or whatever, everything starts to crumble real quick. So it's that ed uh, education piece, I think, is, is massive, man. That's really cool. And and it is. It's And the, the way we look at that is like there's people think that if I can make money, then all all money related questions fall into that that same skill set but the skill set required to to earn money to create money uh to grow a business is a fundamentally different skill set than like you mentioned keeping that protecting it and understanding what to do they're fundamentally different skill sets mm -hmm. and that's generally the gap there it's we call it i mean it's the same as like the pro athlete or the lottery effect right yeah. we come into money we don't actually have the basis to know what to do with it and a lot of business owners i mean it's easy to laugh at somebody that's living paycheck to paycheck. We understand the risk and dangers in that, but gosh, most business owners are living launch to launch or client to client or gig to gig mm. for the very same reasons. And that's that's why we won't ever touch somebody's money. We won't allow them to invest with us. We won't actually implement anything until they've gone through and created their 100-year plan, their game plan for what they're going to be doing. Then that then we'll bring that cuz education is the key to to that to that working. So, yeah. yep. And isn't it interesting how, how little of that education we get growing up, you know, like when you think back through your school, through the school system and stuff, it's just ridiculously pitiful, the lack of financial preparation that we were given. And, you know, they just sign you up to a, to a four year college game plan and strap for six figures in debt and congratulations. Now go find a job and figure out how to pay it off. It's just the most ridiculous plan. I've yeah. ever seen. Um, I've I've been an entrepreneur through and through, like from day one. Like I was a kid that was, you know, pushing lawnmowers and knocking on neighbors' doors, trying to figure out, hey, do you need something done? You know, because I knew that like mm -hmm. I needed money. We didn't have money growing up, and I was like, I want that. How do I get it? Right. So, and I'm sure that probably translates to a lot of our listeners as well. Nothing new there. Um, so, what would you say? You know, you you probably see a lot of people then coming through the doors with a variety of challenges, but you know, kind of let, let's lean into that a little bit. What, uh, what do you see most often? What are some of the biggest aha moments or takeaways that your clients are seeing once they get that education piece going? Like what's the most significant transformation that are happening inside your doors? Yeah. I mean, there, there's a couple, but I'd say the one of them that's probably the most significant and it's the most exciting for me to see is you kind of already mentioned it. It's that shift from how much I'm making to how much I'm keeping. And, and the analogy I like to use there is most people, like most entrepreneurs are go, 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 don't slow down. Let's, you know, just keep grinding, keep pressing, always, you know, living very, very much in, 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 you know, the, the future and looking forward to that and planning and pushing and pushing and pushing. 
And when, when we start to talk about, Hey, Mike, like what, what are we doing to protect this? They're like, well, as long as I grow, it doesn't really matter. Like, I don't, that's not for me. That's, that's for people that are, you know, I'm, I'm a risk taker. I can, I'm adventurous. I can, I can take this on and, and be able to go do it. And so I, I like an analogy that I like to use to kind of get this across. I am hopelessly addicted to horsepower and from a cost, I don't know if you can see everybody will be able to see my video, but from cost standpoint, like as far as expensive uh, addictions, there's like cocaine and then horsepower is like right <laughs> below it, right? I haven't and, heard That's pretty funny. And so, but, you know, let's imagine we're going to go rent, you know, a Ferrari or a Lambo or, you know, some fun exotic car and go drive it. And we're going to find a nice, you know, mountain canyon and just, you know, let her rip and go have a, a great time with it. What, you know, we might go to bed dreaming of like Ken Block power drifts around corners and stuff like that. But then if we woke up in the morning and it was, you know, overcast and snowy and, you know, just a little snow drift through the air and, you know, the roads got wet last night. Like if you're going to start up that Canyon, are you going to actually be able to drive like you, the dreams you went to bed thinking about? Well, of, of course not. Right. Mm -hmm. We're doesn't matter how many horsepower we have under the hood. We're not going to be able to unleash it. And that's because we're, we're facing uncertainty that, that we can't predict in the road ahead of us. And so because of that, we have to drive cautiously. We have to, we have to drive slower and we can't actually unleash all of this. But as entrepreneurs, if we can work to reduce and eliminate as much of that uncertainty and as much of that potential risk that we can't see and control, what actually happens is we're then able to unleash the entrepreneurial power that we do have. We can let that horsepower rip and, and, and we actually get to go faster. So we like the phrase that, that protection becomes permission, right? Protection is the permission to go fast. It is the thing that allows us to enjoy and, and continue to push the limits. And so when, when an entrepreneur sees that and begins to bring that into alignment and experience, because we as entrepreneurs, we push so much into that uncertainty, right? That world, that's where we live all day. Like, that's how we get paid yeah. is to make the, the, the uncertain certain for our clients. But in our own life, if we are living nothing but uncertainty, it's just, it's chaos. Yeah. And to watch an entrepreneur begin to achieve some levels of certainty that they'd never experienced with their money and with their wealth, and then to see the, the tumblers fall on the plates and the clicks and, and the speed, you know, the levels that they can attain after they're able to do that. That's, that's probably some of the biggest transformations we see. And for me, it's kind of the most exciting because I, I do this because I know how difficult it is to be an entrepreneur. I know what we face and the importance of our role in the world and in society and the economy and in the markets. And, and to position an entrepreneur for that much more success and that more growth through something that comes very natural and simple to mean math and numbers and 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 wealth that that's that's what's exciting those are the big shifts yeah makes sense makes sense well you don't know what you don't know and the book you don't read doesn't mm -hmm. help so it's it's about aligning yourself with people that do know those things and, and understand the blind spots i think that's fantastic man um so you came into you know we have a program modern day consultant you came in you've linked arms with myself taylor and the team that we have um what was it that made you decide, like, what was the trigger that you said, okay, yeah, this is, this is the right environment for me and for my business. I always like to kind of prod and get a feel for, for what that psychology was to make that decision. 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. And if I can help more people see what we're learning here, man, I am, I'm all about it. So for me, it came at a really, really good time. We were, we had reached, you know, our businesses collectively are doing in about the $5 million a year range. So we're doing well where, you know, we're having a lot of success. We're excited about it. But for about the last 12, 18 months, we're just bumping up against the same ceiling. And anywhere we have a little bit of success, we growth, we, we pay for that somewhere else. We just, this, this glass ceiling that we can't quite seem to, to punch through. So we were in the midst of looking for solutions, trying to figure out like, clearly this is something that I can't see, you know, a, a deficiency that I'm just, I'm neither not able to lead or we don't have the right structure. We don't have the right offer. We don't really, you know, exactly know. And, um, and coming across some of the, you know, I was actually personally handed off to you guys from another person. I've, I've, I've known him for 10 years. We've, we've been really good friends. We've grown our businesses together and, and, and he was in the program. He says, Hey, I, I think this, I think this has what, what you guys are looking for. And where, what we realized, I mean, it was twofold. One was the, the quality of growth. It wasn't just scale at, at the expense of everything, right? It was, mm -hmm. if you can focus on increasing capacity, if you can focus on improving the offer to the point of it's, it's, it's less, but better focused growth really spoke to me. And then linking that into, look, business is just one aspect of your life. And I kind of mentioned that at the beginning that we're, we can achieve growth within the, you know, if you want to call it dual mandate, I don't know, like inside the growing as an individual, main, you know, growing and improving your personal life, your family life, your, your health, your wealth, all of that stuff together. That's what intrigued me. Cause there are a few, there are a few coaches out there, a few programs out there that have, they'll give lip service to all of that. But at the end of the day, it's just your business is the most important thing. And if you're not, if it, if you're not having the success, there must be something broken there where I look at it and I I've even started to realize there's stuff in, in my personal life that needed to be improved. That was holding my business back. There was stuff in my, in my personal yeah. routine, my habits, my health and my focus that as I pushed more into this program, I was like, wait a minute, I'm seeing how all of this aligns and can, can really unlock the, the type of growth that we're looking for. So that's what became intriguing about it. Um, and then, I mean, Taylor is, is one of the best at when everyone is zigging, he's zagging, right? So the, his approach to how to frame an offer, how to attract a client, how, how to do all of that was, I mean, just exactly aligned with how we work and operate. So that's kind of what got us intrigued. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, and I, I'm dead in alignment with you too, in terms of the uh, holistic kind of big picture concept. What's interesting as you say that too, is we had, um, I had a conversation, I, it was like a day or two ago with one of our MDC members. And, um, you know, he, he said straight up, he's like, I'll be honest guys. Um, when I was first looking into coming into the modern day consultant program, if you had told me how much involved there was with mindset and with some of the inner work things, he said, I would have passed because all I cared about was just scale growth, making the money, you know, doing these things. Um, and I get that, right? Cause that's the sexy part. That's the part that we're all striving for. We want to see those extra zeros in the bank account, the more clients coming in the door, all those things, which I get. 
But what you just said and why I'm bringing this up in the first place is that in, in a lot of times, it's not the business that's holding it back. It's the business owners, the operator holding it back. And that stems from elements of their personal life that are seeping through into their business. You know, oftentimes businesses don't have a business problem. They have a person problem. It's, it's habits, attitudes, paradigms that are seeping in from their personal life into their business and therefore their business is stunted. So as, as well, uh, and- cliche as it is, it's like, you got to get your own self straight, right? Well, and, and a hundred percent, cause I'm not like, I'm way too analytical and spreadsheety and mathy for, for somebody to talk like woo woo to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but don't get me wrong. Like I do, I do plenty of that, but it, it does take a lot to you get me to shift over to that. And that's not even what, what we're talking about, Mike, what yeah. I see in it is because I have preset priorities that my wife is a priority my family is a priority. God is a priority. My fitness is a priority. Like these other things have always been priorities that I found I was self-sabotaging my own business because somebody would give me a strategy that then didn't align with all of those other things. So I couldn't, even though I, I thought maybe I was implementing it, I would, it, it wouldn't fit and grow inside of my business because of the other, the other pursuits that I was layering on top of it. Mm. And what I needed was a system that enhanced all of those. And then I can actually end up having success with it. So it, it was kind of, it, it, while yes, it got those, those less tangible things in alignment, it was very tactical and strategic to say, here is how we grow and scale without these other elements in a way that you won't self-sabotage in a way that you won't self-destruct. And at a rate that, you know, Almost never does a business, and, and Taylor told me this in our first one-on-one. He's like, "You got to hit the brakes, dude. Like, you, you're the reason your business isn't growing is you're at redline, and there's no more accelerator pedal to push. Yeah. So we've got to actually back off. We've got to create some capacity with your team. We've got to create some capacity inside your organization, and and we've got to create a new capacity. Then scale will be effortless. It'll be easy. It'll come naturally because we've created." the right organization for that to happen. And like the, the worst part about, I'm still in this part of the program. I'm a year in and you guys have completely unraveled my business. I was just, before we got on, I was telling you about, you know, further changes that as we've pressed into it, but it was good because you found the thread and you pulled on it. We unraveled a bunch, but now we're going to be able to put it back together. And even, even with it, you know, dismantling and unraveling, we've still seen, you know, massive growth and, and massive results and, and all the stuff that we would want. But that's what's got me excited and, and still pushing hard into the program. Like I was telling you before, too, you guys put out another opportunity to come fly out, hang with you guys. And I cancel stuff and I'm going to take a red eye and I'm going to be out there like I won't. There are certain elements of this that I will not miss because it's timely, it's relevant, and it's it's just every single element Taylor brings to it fits in completes the jigsaw puzzle and and yeah it's it's exciting yeah man for sure well no I'm stoked you're coming out to the fly-in these fly-ins are great our once a month guys for those that aren't aware we have a, a once a month fly-in that we do for uh NBC clients they fly in get in the room together usually small group format you know 12 15 people max we try to keep it at that size at least sometimes it goes over but um yeah, I love that. It's one of my favorite parts of uh, of what we do every single month. Um, 
let's circle up really quick. I want to make sure that we extract as much value for our, our listeners as we possibly can um, before we jet. So let's jump into the, the financial side of things again. Are there any immediate takeaways or things that you're just seeing right now, today, this week that you, you know, if, if someone came to you and say, Hey man, I'm successful, I'm, I've got a business, I'm doing, you know, whatever it is, six, six figures, seven figures, whatever it may be, they want more, but they're kind of in a spot where they don't necessarily know their financial structure. They don't know what they don't know. There's a little uncertainty there. Um, what would be some of the, the, you know, top tips that you would give to that person so that they could, um, you know, improve their, their position there. Oh man, Mike, that's a, that's a good wide open. <laughs> I can see you like wide open and you like, take, take that. And like, you, know, you don't have to give us all, I don't want to like soak up all your, all your brain power, but yeah, just, just a couple of key takeaways, something that you see coming. That's really, really, uh, you know, frequently coming in. Yeah. Um, so as as I'm as uncomfortable as this conversation ends up being, where where we actually spend clients come to us because it's 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 fun and easy to say like we develop like you know we're doing a, we're developing a ski resort we're developing self storage units we're like it 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 is fun like that's sort of the 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 teaser we put out there of like hey this is you know this is what's possible and that's what everybody thinks they want and they get on a call with me like oh man I want to want to invest in that storage unit or I want to develop this or I want to see that like and you know they have visions of Grant Cardone and a jet with their name on it and that kind of stuff. Right. But when we actually dig in, um, one of where we probably spend the most time and on average, Mike, I would say when a client comes in, we spend six to 12 months in, in this phase. And this will turn a lot of you off, but that's good because again, we're building, we're building hundred year wealth, hundred year plus wealth, mm -hmm. um, is there's a bridge between the business and personal finances that is generally very, very shaky, very rickety. And most business owners don't understand how to consistently and effectively and tax efficiently extract profits from their business, right? Their business is the thing that they, they, they actually, you know, legally you own your business, but financially most businesses own their business owners. Mm. And they're like, the a gif I like to put up of this when I'm doing a presentation is like, they're like cookie monster. Their business is like cookie monster, just devouring everything at will. And if we don't understand how to control our business and predictably and consistently and tax efficiently be able to extract profit without sacrificing the growth of the business, but get paid to then be able to move our personal wealth forward where we're never going to be able to make it work, right? And so we actually spend a lot of time. It's a conversation we call King's Cash or Queen's Cash for, for my queens out there. But we call it like it's it's how to get paid. Mm. And there are structures and processes and, and, and systems that need to be in place for that to work. And we've taken business owners without changing revenue. It's that idea. It's not how much you make. It's how much you keep. Without really changing their top line, we regularly double or more the bottom line take home profitability of a business owner. Because- if I can do that, investing becomes free, right? Right. These, all the assets we bring, it's free because the money didn't exist before. So let's go create it through efficiencies. Let's not say like, rarely will I say, Hey Mike, in order to make this work, you just got to make more money. Like mm -hmm. that's your job as a business owner. Right? right. But if I can come in and double profitability without changing any of the rest of it, 
you know, that becomes, you know, our, our investing becomes free. And so most of us need to start and really answer the question, like, are we running our business or is our business running us? And if not, that's where we make the start is a consistent, reliable method to get paid from our business. Fantastic. Yeah. I love that, man. That's so on point. Um, and I know that I'll speak to a lot of people because yeah, like you said, um, at the top of the call, we're, we're all so focused on growing our business, getting more, we're, we're so focused on the more part. We're not necessarily mm -hmm. putting very much attention to developing a strategy for, yeah, but what are we doing with it? You know, on the back end, or if we are, is that the most efficient way? So that's, that's awesome. Um, well, cool, man. Well, let's wrap up on that. Cause that, that was gold. Um, how can people learn more about you and, and your business? Um, what's what's the best way to find you out there in the wide world web? Uh, we're we're not great at this. This is why I'm paying you guys to help me figure out how to do this much better. Uh, but the the company that I've that is most visible, I think you can find me on the socials. I don't do a lot personally on my own pages and stuff like that. But Cashflow Tactics um, is kind of our tip of the spear where our content is out there. So you find us on. On Facebook, we have a podcast called Rise, the Rise Up Live Free podcast. That's that's a place you can listen to us. We just committed to launching a YouTube channel here soon, so we already have that up. But either on uh, the socials, Cashflow Tactics, um, we run a, a, a small like a, a financial challenge that you can get in, and we go through and, and train and educate on a lot of these. Yeah, or look look me up personally on on the Facebooks or Insta tweet or whatever those ones are. <laughs> right, right. Not super awesome at that. Um, or or our, our podcast, the Rise Up Live Free podcast. Amazing, man. Amazing. Well, hey, man, thank you so much for investing your time this morning with us. Um, I, I'm intrigued like, by you what guys. you do. Like, I, thank, thank you guys for the program. Thank you guys for how over the top you guys have made all of this. Dude, anytime you need anything, uh, it's not it, it I want to give back to to all the value I've gotten from you guys. So I really appreciate you guys. Oh, that's great, man. Well, I'll hold you to that because I I definitely want to dive into your brain some more. And I know our uh, MDC clients as well as Will. So maybe we'll do a little uh little mastermind with you or something. We'll figure that one out. Be awesome. All right, buddy. Cool, cool. Thanks, guys. We'll see you in the next episode.